Beautiful. Beautiful. You can intro this week, Jackson. I did the, the last two, I believe. Well, how about Kyle? Huh? No. Okay. Hey, Kyle's everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the official podcast, the officialist podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Jackson. We've got Andrew, Charlie, and Kyle, as per usual. And special guest this week, Rice Pirate. How's it going? Yo. Do you want to introduce yourself to our audience and stuff like that? Sh- Tell them what you're all about. Sure. Uh, I'm, I guess Rice Pirate's my internet name, but Mick is what most people call me outside of the internet. Okay. Um, and yeah, no, it's great to be here. Uh, I'm a voice actor and an animator, and honestly, I have no idea what devious deed I did to get on this glorious honor of being on this podcast. <laughs> it was uh, probably that Yu-Gi-Oh cartoon okay, you pushed it. great. We we were like, oh, you know, Rice Pirate, eh, maybe. It's nice oh, and relevant. I don't like his face. Yeah. yeah, I don't like his shit, but then uh, Twitch did their Yu-Gi-Oh! Greetathon. You know, that was really cartoon. serendipitous. Like that, I mean, the Yu-Gi-Oh! thing was so out of the blue, because I had just kind of picked it up because of Duel Links. I don't know if you guys know what that is. It dropped on the iPhone. Oh, baby. Dude. Yeah, man. And uh, the thi- Wait, what's that? It's, it's Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, it's the game Yu-Gi-Oh! but on your phone. Oh! Uh, <gasps> And the thing is, is for <laughs> retards like me. Sorry, are we not allowed to say that? I don't know. Anyways, I am talk about them jerking themselves off too. Yeah, that too. Anything goes. <laughs> no, but I I'm terrible at these games, whether it's magic or any of this. And I never got into them because the rules are just too convoluted for my small, tiny peanut brain. But what's great <laughs> about Duel Links is that the, the, it knows all the rules. So I can't fuck up. I mean, I can play the wrong cards, you know what I mean? But, like, it does all the calculations for me. It, it knows all the rules for when I can do things. So you just sit back and and get your ass kicked by, you know, 13-year-olds from Brazil online. It's great. Do you feel like you can go out in person and face these high schools? No, I would never, ever do it. And also, if you've ever seen real Yu-Gi-Oh! tournaments... Some of these people look like gangbangers. These guys look like they would seriously fuck you up. And, and <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I don't know about that. My testosterone. Yeah. <laughs> Toughest crowd in the area for sure. <laughs> what you get no, I wouldn't are you fuck going with to? those guys. <laughs> Jesus. God damn. Yeah. The school of hard knocks for Yu-Gi-Oh players. It's over true. Here, it's true. If you oh, Google, yeah. if you Google, like, uh, Google crazy wild Yu-Gi-Oh match, it's like in some, like, shell, like the cafeteria of, like, a soup kitchen or in the back alley <laughs> of some building, and you'll just see guys going nuts over their cards. Well, no I'm shit, serious. they were probably dueling for food. They probably yeah. were. Yeah, he probably just yeah. chose some, some bum what, fights what of you Yu-Gi-Oh. Know, what you don't know is off camera, the loser starved to death. <laughs> Banished to the shadow realm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so after that after that game came out i kind of got into it and then uh i decided to to make this parody and actually uh, a side note my vocal my voiceover coach dan green aka uh, jay snyder was yugi he he voices uh the the lower bass voice of uh the Yu-Gi-Oh guy and or yami and um so it was just interesting to hear him and i actually voiced in Yu-Gi-Oh as well Yu-Gi-Oh's excel uh, as a farting, burping teacher to uh, to one of, to Yuma or some shit, and uh, after that, I just watched the entire series, made the cartoon, and then Twitch did their marathon, and it was like, oh, fun, great, P- pretty good timing. Long story. Really con- Who cares? Uh, there you go. <laughs> Do you go to conventions and sign shit as like the farting, shitting teacher thing? Never, never, no. ever, no. 
I'd, I'd be doing that all over the place, even if they didn't want me there. <laughs> Just so, set up your own booth, my own shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> print out a so, black and white copy of of the of a picture of the character. Yeah, no, I, I don't think anyone. Well, I'd be seen signing. It. I'd be signing titties and manga with my name on it. Hell yeah! Oh yeah. <laughs> Before we get into talking about things not related to honey, I want to talk about honey. <laughs> so when when you're shopping online let me ask you do you search for the internet for promo codes before checking out because there's always just a billion little codes flying around for like no i just try to get through that checkpoint check check what's it called the checkout as fast as i can checkpoint okay sonic <laughs> the tsa <laughs> gonna so lose all Jax- the rings that way jackson if you die you can go right back to where you were in shopping I just want to get my items as quickly as possible, Andrew. Well, fuck you, Jackson. We're going to help you get them even quicker and with a bunch of internet money-saving codes thanks to Honey. Oh, well, guess what? Next week is, folks, it's uh, Black Friday. Yay! Uh, 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 you might want to get some of those new toys. You know, Skyrim is coming out on a couple of new consoles. You might want to get all of those, including the new toaster and French press it's coming out for. And, you know... Black Friday, what you even need more than all the discounts is a good uh, checkout coupon. Isn't that right, fellas? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The only Hun- thing sweeter than a discount is honey. So what is honey, Charlie? Tell me about honey. Honey is a desktop browser extinction. It's available on the only Internet Explorers that actually matter. Everything but Edge for the most <laughs> part. It'll save you money. It'll save you time. It's only two clicks. And when you're checking out, it's going to save you a fuckload of money. Jackson, you like saving money. Well, not really. I love you, saving money. Well, I, perhaps <laughs> we should tell them how it saves you money. <laughs> well, well, what Honey does is when you go to the checkout page and you see that big ass price, that like big cock that's about to ram you in your asshole, Honey goes, Jesus "Hey, Christ. you might need some lube. Honey is good for that." And Honey applies the best checkout discount codes for you, so you don't have to go on Google and Google something like Amazon discount code or whatever by the way amazon's about to fuck it too because right before black friday and amazon prime day or whatever they usually jack up the prices so even when they apply the discount they don't take as much of a hit but honey helps you remedy that a little bit because even the best med even the worst medicine tastes a little bit sweeter with some honey in it speaking of getting fucked by amazon amazon integration is already available with honey Featuring various things such as price tracking that shows the trends of items you can decide the best time to buy those items. A drop list that will let you know when items drop in price. Honey will tell you that. And the best price is available if the same items available at another retailer besides Amazon, who, remember, they want to fuck you. Honey will tell you this. And it calculates everything. (laughs) Tax, cost, shipping, Amazon Prime discount, everything you want. So you can choose the best way to either buy things or get fucked on the internet with Honey. (laughs) So to That's get a- this amazing and free desktop app to start saving money, go to joinhoney.com slash official. In two clicks, you will have access to over 1 million working coupon codes. Joinhoney.com slash official. It's literally just a browser extension that gives you free coupons. You save money. Who doesn't like a free way to save fucking money, all right? You don't yeah, want to get fucked by any retailers. Fuck looking up free coupon codes that all are expired anyway, and all of them are lies, and it's always like... <laughs> what? The gist of it is, if you like if you like shopping online, it's free. Just go use it. You save money. Joinhoney.com slash official. Try honey. Honey, it's sweet. 
And you can wrap it around your wiener. I love the medicine. Go do it. That tastes better with honey. It's, it's a really it's good It's from slogan. Mary Poppins, damn it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down, but it's honey in this context. All right. Get honey down your throat. So, Mick, that's interesting. You said you have a uh, voice acting coach. Yeah. So what what does that kind of how does that work? I, di- I didn't know that there were really voice acting coaches. I knew that there were like acting coaches. But Dude, not there's coaches for everything, man. I mean, there's even coaches for like Let's Players in Minecraft and shit. But <laughs> this uh, this was that's the saddest thing. <laughs> yeah, that is, that yeah. is so sad. Imagine all the professionally trained Let's Players out there fight, oh. failing right now. There, I was joking about it on another podcast a while ago that there was, you know, like all these kids growing up like no nobody wants to be doctors or astronauts or or fucking anything anymore. They want to be let's players and drama reporters. And <laughs> honestly, I, I was like, at some point someone's going to drop like some online class series, you know, some Ted talk on how to do let's plays. And lo and behold, I think somebody linked me on Twitter that there is somebody doing that now. I'm, I'm sure there's more than one person doing it now. I wouldn't be surprised. Ted is the most shittiest thing out there. <laughs> they didn't right used they to have, be. They have a talk on everything. They didn't used to be. They used to be great, but yeah. now they've gone the way of Vice News where they have yep. to report on every and anything yep. that's remotely even possibly interesting, but it's, it's all yeah. garbage. Ted gets a fucking talk. I think the owner of Ted gave a talk about how about Ted Talks or something. <laughs> There's a Ted Talk on how to wipe TEDx, your hands right? with paper towels. It's TEDx yeah. that does all this. They become like the wiki how of TED yeah. talk or of, of talks, right? So that's not the no. That's like the mm-hmm. second channel. Like that's not their main channel. It's like their their behind the scenes vlog channel, essentially. The TED talk. Yeah, I thought that TEDx. was their shit posting one though. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. The TED and TEDx. I don't even know the difference. But when I go on their front page, TED.com. It's garbage. All of this is garbage. Yeah. Why we laugh? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I, voices, I'd actually like to speak. <laughs> oh my god, Andrew. I mean, I, they used to be good, though. They they fell from grace really hard. Back uh, in like the late 2000s, they used to do really interesting shit. Yeah. Look at this. A pro wrestler's guide to confidence. You <laughs> act. That is so Who, specific, too. Yeah, that's pretty weird. That is it depends so on the specific. Yeah. It depends. Well, it does depend on the wrestler. If it's like Brock Lesnar or John Cena, it could be interesting to read. I like would definitely they... see that, but I wouldn't care what yeah. they had to say. I just but if it's like Kurt Angle or somebody who doesn't give a fuck, then fuck it. Oh, this you... this one's rich. Listen to this one, fellas. What's it like to be a woman in Hollywood? Oh, wow. No. Oh, that's topical. <sighs> I wonder. I wonder if she calls out anybody. I doubt Yeah, it. I was going to say, it sounds like they may have gone down the route of so many other online like news outlets and whatnot where yeah. they used to be good, and now they are literally all following that clickbait bandwagon where they have to hit that topical thing. They have to hit these you know Twitter trends in order just to get people to, to click on it. You know what I mean? Right. Well, that's because that kind of medium's dying now. I mean, yeah. how many people really want to listen to Stone Cold Steve Austin talk about envelope adhesives at a TED Talk? <laughs> I would that's absolutely love to listen to Stone Cold Steve Austin. You literally had me that. up until the topic. If you had talked about like yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin talking about his grandfather, you know, on a farm in Texas or some shit, I would I would listen to that. But yeah, have you adhesives. seen? Speaking yeah. of uh, Stone Cold, have you seen that he goes on all caps Facebook rants now against uh, Confederate <laughs> flag wielders? <laughs> like literally he he <sighs> finds people who try to support the confederate flag and he just types at them in all caps like the texas rattlesnake thinks you're being an ignorant ass and like just he he reams them out in public and it's really goddamn funny 
I like the third person of that. Uh, I like when people refer to themselves. Yeah, he, the he always does that, and then he ends almost everywhere with, and that's the bottom line because Stone Cold says <laughs> it's doesn't so great. The, uh, doesn't the Iron Sheik do the exact same thing these days? Is he still alive? I thought he had dementia or something. Yeah. I thought he ranted about like nine eleven conspiracies. Yeah, no, here, all of his tweets are uppercase. I feel like this is some sort of a WWE retirement program where they just give you an all-caps Twitter. <laughs> From the bottom of my heart, go fuck yourselves. That's the Iron Sheik. Nice. Yeah, that's the Iron Sheik. A lot of them have started, I mean, like, <laughs> on s- Hogan. <laughs> I like the song, On Sale Now, Me Breaking Your Fucking Neck. <laughs> But, All right, Iron Sheik has it figured out. I, I support him. Yeah. The Iron Sheik but, only has a net worth of 50000 That's Oh, my so God. That's what really, really sad. Wow. Do you guys have a domain name for your podcast? Yes. I bet that has a higher value than all of him. Oh, you are giving us way too much credit. Yeah, I mean, you probably couldn't sell our domain for 10 Sia coins, and that's not even worth yeah, a penny. No, man. The, the only domains that are worth anything are the child porn ones. <laughs> Those are all open. Yeah. yeah. As surprising as that may be, Mick, nearly every childporn.com <laughs> site is open. There's not .com, but if you want, you can get childporn.attorney for 900 bucks. <laughs> I'm hoping I missed the episode where you guys like Google all this shit, because you seem to have this right off the top of your head. You did. All these that facts. Was, was actually- oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I caught on immediately. Speaking yeah. of the uh, Iron Sheik, I just found a Yahoo Sports article about him. Apparently, he got addicted to crack while he was a wrestler. <laughs> it's such Out a sad and common story, though, for a lot of those guys. Yeah, dr- yeah, crack is a weird one, though. Yeah. I, I would totally yeah, get if he was one. addicted to like steroids. Yeah, or uh, I don't know, maybe painkillers. Yeah, painkillers make yeah. sense. Yeah, but crack is a, an odd choice for a wrestler. I think cocaine. You yeah, maybe. That? Why? Could you imagine getting in the ring? You're about to do like four somersaults and land on a dude. And <laughs> you're about to like break tables and chairs over people and leap 30 feet in the air onto people. And the guy walks in. He's the guy you're going to wrestle. And you can see it in his eyes. He's got that glazed, dopey look in his face. His eyes are just freaking like crusty red. You're like, oh, fuck, dude. Are you on crack again? <laughs> like That would scare the shit out of me. It would. I would be so scared. <laughs> I mean, think about it. These stunts take like physical demand and coordination and shit, and you're yeah. working with basically an animal by that point. <laughs> <laughs> Could have a knife on him too. Literally, there, it's not yeah. far flung. You'd ask him if he wants to do a suplex, and he'd just fucking growl at you. <laughs> yeah. Those are the. You know what? To be fair, if we go back in time and watch some of those matches, those might have been some of the best. Because we were like, damn, look at the damage this guy's taking. He <laughs> fell on his head on concrete, like, from 10 feet. They, they've been bashing him for an hour. He still won't go down. The cops are coming in. This looks real. <laughs> I mean, Kurt Angle broke his fucking neck in the ring at yeah. some point. Yeah. I don't remember when. Kurt Angle, I remember that. Kurt Angle uh, also... So, you know, he was originally an Olympic wrestler, right? And that was mm-hmm. a shtick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, he, had, he, he had a beef with some dude in wrestling so bad, like an actual, like, fucking back and forth, that he put him in a match in actual Olympic holds and tried to snap his leg. You can oh, find the match. Really? The dude's like an actual horrible pain. <laughs> Kurt Angle's an asshole if he's listening. Kurt Angle, <laughs> if, if you're listening, yeah. Uh, come on the podcast and promote your TED Talks. 
<laughs> he does. He's the more I look at him, like he his tan, at least from what I saw, his tan's gotten darker. His head is growing more into his neck, which I didn't know was possible. You know, and with a shaved head, he kind of does look like the thing more and more, you know, from the Fantastic Four. He really does. Yeah, I'm serious. Take a look a bit side by side. They're, they're getting close. I like how you had to qualify the thing. <laughs> you know that failed series, the Fantastic Four. Yeah. This one might be a little too old for you youngsters yeah. out there. Well, they've tried several times. None of them make it past you know a week in the box office. So because they keep have fucking it up so badly. They're so bad. I don't get how they make these decisions. The first one was a fucking sitcom. Yeah. The second one, Galactus was a literal <laughs> fart cloud in space. <laughs> And then the, that was so disappointing. And then yeah, the newest was. one was just a fucking dark, edgy teen drama that made no goddamn sense. I don't know if how you put they them keep side by, it up. If you put them side by side with like the other Marvel stuff, it it looks like made for TV schlock. Yeah, it looks like you know what I mean. Like it just doesn't even. It's not even close. They yeah. just keep fucking it up. Yeah, if you're listening to this, Fox, you got to do better with that IP. <laughs> How long till they let it go? Because didn't Sony finally release uh, Spider-Man for Marvel? Uh, they they did. He was really. in Civil War. I know that. I thought that was like a weird, bad divorce where like the the kid has to visit Papa every like every <laughs> other week. Like they, it doesn't. They don't have. They didn't give away all the rights. Like they no. and they both kind of have rights. I think it was like a joint venture. Was yeah. Homecoming by Sony? But no, it was Marvel. I'm it was sure. Marvel. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and I think yeah. Sony produces it, but then Marvel. Uh, wait, uh, Marvel around, produces maybe? it, but then yeah, Sony gets no. profits, but they pay royalty. I don't fucking know. It's weird. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, it's the Yu Gi Oh of of fucking movie deals. <laughs> I nobody understands it. It's distributed by Sony. Mm. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all, that makes more sense. all that I know in my heart is Tobey Maguire is the best Spider-Man anyway. <laughs> yeah, for real. Tobey Maguire, if you're listening out there from whatever whatever box you're living in these days, please <laughs> keep up the good work and we hope you make a glamorous return to the limelight. Is he dead? What happened to him? <laughs> that, good that's, question. That's what, that's what an A-list actor wants to hear speculation <laughs> on his death already. I'm sure he's all right somewhere, struggling, but... He was in Boss okay. Baby. Was, was he? he? Who, yeah, he was who, the uh, narrator slash adult Tim. What? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's on side a by TV side series. with Alec Baldwin. Okay. Still. He's on still. a TV series called Spoils of Babylon. And uh, what? Sounds like a real, I mean, to to be fair, one. he wasn't gone for that long. He was in Great Gatsby, and that was 2013. That wasn't that long ago. It was five years ago, Andrew. That's not that long for a Hollywood career. That's a century in Hollywood. Yeah. That is a really long Fair time enough. in Hollywood. Yeah. Fair enough. I meant for a whole career, though. You know, he gets it's like he the can... age of consent in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, all I'm saying is Tobey Maguire. There's an easily... age of consent. I thought I thought that was proven false, that there was no age of consent. They just do whatever they want. Whenever your they consent want. is consent. if Harvey Weinstein wants exactly. to get your consent. <laughs> yeah. Your consent is implied by your presence in Hollywood. Yes. Yeah. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Well, you are at my summer home. Oh, God. And you are doped up. <laughs> I guess that's a yes. Well, actually, we, how we, am I supposed we, to interpret this? You know, like... <laughs> well, we didn't think about it from it's every angle. There was consent. Harvey Weinstein gave consent. Yeah. <laughs> he gave his consent that that thing would happen. So did Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that's a, that's a fresh wound. That's, yeah. I just read yeah. about that today. What, what, what is everyone's consensus on this? I'm curious, because I'm not going to lie. 
He's a hero for coming up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like everyone's known this for so long. I feel like this I has mean, been a... Yeah. And, and, oh, they all know. Yeah, and, and I even remember having a conversation with my with my dear roommate who feels very informed about things where I had mentioned that I believe Kevin Spacey was gay. I only say that because I hope he listens to this. Um, <laughs> Me too. Like, yeah. if Kevin Spacey listens to this. Yeah, man, that's dude, that's joking. my roommate, right. by the way. He, yeah, exactly. Kevin. Uh, he's the next apparently room. he pulled an old bait and switch and said, according to rumors, stories, and allegations against me, I would like to take this moment to confess I am gay. Yeah. It was pretty the old oh, yeah, switcheroo. Did he say confess that I'm gay? That's the paraphrased quote. It might not be completely right. I'm trying to find where he actually said it. See, that's a choice word to say, like, I confess to being gay. (laughs) I admit it. Here here it is. He says, I honestly do not remember the encounter. It would have been over 30 years ago. But if I did behave, then, as he describes, I owe him the sincerest apology for what would have been deeply inappropriate drunken behavior. I like all these qualifiers. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of qualifiers. 30 years ago, if I did it, it would have been drunken behavior. And I'm sorry. That's uh, that's something I wanted to bring up to you, Kaya. I read this thing and saw some evidence for it where when people are lying, they say way wordier and longer sentences than normal. Oh, absolutely. So you, you just course. notice how many qual- things like I'm gay. Yeah, he, you notice how many things he's qualifying in that sense. If I did it, possibly my drunken behavior, which I am ashamed for. It's like get to the fucking point. Now we know you're lying. It was also Maybe. during Halloween. I had a lot of trick or treat candy. Possibly it may have happened if these allegations are true. Maybe I don't know. Not <laughs> exactly. Confirmed. At some point, I feel like they like negate each other. It's like I I did not 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 do the thing that <laughs> yeah. I didn't possibly not do not Damn, well, now i'm confused you know, he's yeah. counting the number of <laughs> nots until people <laughs> yeah. until people forget it and stop asking <laughs> i like this i like this snippet too and i choose now to live as a gay man i think it shows back then we creeped up on a 14 year old boy but that's just my you gonna choose to be a pedophile <laughs> all right so he was 14 the kid was 14 and he was 20 something he yeah, was 26. The allegation is that All right. space, he kind of climbed on top of him in a bed or something okay. to try to make moves. Okay. Well, if that's the story, Nothing then serious. yeah, that that's pretty fun. I thought it was like he was like 20-something <laughs> and the other kid was like maybe 19 or almost 20 or something like no, that. No, he or... was 14. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bad. There's there's no coming back from that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's bad. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, no coming back until he wins his next day. My yeah, que- exactly. yeah, my question then was... Do you think that takes away from the work he's done? Oh, uh, we actually think had about, this exact discussion. Think about yeah, all had, of the movies. Oh, you guys already had? I thought it just yeah. happened today. Oh, not well, not Kevin Spoon. We were talking about someone else, and the, the general argument was if, if someone who made your favorite movie in the world came out as a Nazi, would that movie suddenly become a bad movie? Well, Andrew, you're selling us short. We also predicted the Kevin Spacey drama many episodes ago. Please go back and check. We I can't wait for our predictions on. Uh, <laughs> I can confirm. I don't know how long I've been ranting about Hollywood, but I've a been while. calling them pedophiles and rapists. <laughs> yeah, quite a while. Jesus, this motherfucker has seventy two thousand likes on this. Yeah, apology. I just read, I just read it over. But Good yeah, Lord. it's a it's a really tough question, Mick, because. You know, if someone makes something that's near and dear to your heart, and then years later it turns out they're a really horrible person, it does kind of sour. It's going to have a negative impact on it, yeah. 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 At the end of the day, I also think there's a level of how personally they connected they are to the work. Like, if it's just something they acted in, and it's just they're playing the role, then it's kind of 
how much you connect to them playing that role as opposed to maybe it's a movie they directly made or directly had a lot of involvement in. Yeah, because so far, I mean, as far as we know, in terms of the allegations, he it, this hasn't gotten to like Bill Cosby levels yet, you know. And mm-hmm. so with like the Bill Cosby shit, you know, roofing and and slipping in, slipping into the slippy jacket, you know, with these ladies without their consent or even their consciousness for decades. That's one thing. But and I'm not saying that this is OK. I'm just wondering if the severity of a crime <laughs> changes you know what i mean or do we just say that was bad doesn't matter if you did it a hundred times or if you did it once it is just you're done you're just done well house of cards is done yeah to a degree well actually wait how matters cards like say that it stopped yes (laughs) yeah it just started recording and now they've already canceled the next season they're done i didn't think that would happen jesus Yeah. yeah That Damn. House of Cards fell. Well, <laughs> yeah. uh, but they're still bringing out a new season, aren't they? It's just the last season. That's what I read. Yeah, well, it wasn't meant to be the last season. They wanted to keep the show going, but yeah. after the uh, Kevin Spacey drama that we on the official podcast have predicted many moons ago. <laughs> I broke. We broke fruition. I like how everybody I talk shit about somehow magically they get entangled <laughs> in drama. Should talk I feel like right I now. Make a new prediction. Quick. Yeah, make a prediction live. Elon, no, Elon Musk, Charlie knows Ooh. this. He's gonna fall from grace someday. No, because I should talk, Mick. I should talk Neil deGrasse Tyson, and people are on his case now. The first well, day what I did, did he do? people what sent happened? me messages. No, nothing happened. People are just waking up to how he's a fucking false prophet. He's a, con, he's a complete asshole of a person. He's a douchebag. Yeah. But my point is, the first time I brought this up, people were like, "Well, he has a PhD. What do you know?" <laughs> And now people, you know, they don't like him as much. Bill Nye fell from Grace Hart. He fell. He fell hard. Just, he fell very yeah, hard. He yeah. fell hard. That new show he got hit by that fucking hate train. Yeah, that new show is the probably I, the the worst mistake he's made. Shit talk I mean, Hollywood, and now we've had a series of just confessions from women and children. Yeah. And I think the next one is gonna be Elon Musk. I don't know when. I don't know how. And but that motherfucker has a go. SpaceX you, will work, you, and he'll fuck an alien. You cast a very wide net, though. So you're you're well. Elon, Elon Musk is that's actually that's not that wide of a net. No, that's that's specific, a white dude. net. That's yeah. very specific. That's a specific one. I'll give him that. Yeah, how's that a white net? I've no, no, no. Been, I mean, you, no, calling you, out specific figures. Yeah, but you call out a lot of different specific figures. That's, that's <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Yeah, that's true. It's rapid. It's rapid fire. You just go down a list of who's top building. <laughs> yeah, my yeah, interest. Oh, yes. my interest <laughs> is peaks. I'm curious. Do we have a hint? Can you can you rattle the skull bones? Can you can you <laughs> look at your crystal ball and tell us what is just a just an inkling? Christ- you mean by crystal ball? You mean common sense? Yes. Are you talking about you, Elon Musk? Yes. Yeah. What are you talking Musk about? How he goes around promising people unicorns and you know candy land and candy cane trees and no, it just how this man goes around promising all of these things which are pretty much impossible. And then he gets all the applause. I like how he solved the uh, Puerto Rico yeah, yeah, crisis. Yeah, yeah, he, he gave power to the, Puerto Rico. I saw a picture of it. There was like there was like twenty solar panels. A lamppost was on. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> took a fucking virtual tour of it. So maybe Elon is winning. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mick, to shift gears here, sure. I did want to ask something. What do you find yourself enjoying more? Uh, voice acting or making cartoons what what do you find yourself enjoying more as you get older here and you are very old make no mistake i am so fucking old um you know it it really depends on both i I know it's a shitty way to answer it but like i voice projects that were so 
fucking fun that I, I, I wish I could voice them forever. Um, partially sometimes because they're fun and partially because they pay my bills and that that's even better when it's both of those <laughs> things. Uh, animation is almost never any of those things. Um, it is fun, <laughs> but it's never paying your bills and it's not something that I want to wake up to, you know, every day. A voice gig is maybe a few hours here and there. If it's a long gig, you do a few hours over the course of a month or, or maybe more. Um, but animations just kind of go on forever and ever. It's this Sisyphean torture um, where this sounds know, like an obvious answer then Jesus yeah, yeah you, it doesn't really yeah, seem so like I guess voice acting but the thing is the thing is is that the the satisfaction that I get from finishing an animation is is kind of uncomparable like it is kind of like yeah the more you invest in it the more happy you are that you know when it's completed but I definitely feel more a, a greater sense of pride with that um but yeah I mean with the, the animations people sometimes ask like what's your favorite part and it's always it's the beginning and the end. It's it's coming up with the idea and publishing it. Because when you have the idea, anything goes. Your imagination goes wild. It's Elon Musk, man. It's unicorns and flying cars and rocket boots. And, you know, everyone's president of the high school, you know, fucking candy for everyone. But when you start developing it, you realize your own limitations. Time gets involved. You start cutting stuff that you don't want to cut. Um, reality sets in, what could you actually possibly do? The ideas you had, not looking how you want them to look and ultimately a crushing kind of sense of just inability, not reaching, you know, not reaching those points that you want and not, not creating what you had in your head, just watching it kind of fizzle. And, and then when you're done though, even though it's not even close to maybe what you had in your head, you, there's still this great sense of accomplishment. And it does start to, once you start adding all the final touches, like the sound effects and the backgrounds and the final, you know, whatever you add to kind of wrap it up, it does kind of come back into shape. But that's the reason why so many animators, like they start projects they never finish because they have this idea. They're so motivated. They'll go on YouTube and tell everybody in the world they're going to make it. They'll be on Twitter. They'll, they'll post progress. And then all of a sudden it's like, where did it go? It's like Tobey Maguire. You were you were dancing on sunshine in Spider-Man and, and now where are you? Maybe you're a voice in the background of Boss Baby. That's not confirmed. We don't know. But you know what I mean? Like it's, it's just speculation. It's speculation. But that's kind of like it. But then if you do get through it, if you do finish it, sometimes you pick it up a year later or something like that. And yeah, there is a sense of that accomplishment. But um, I think with animation now, a lot of a lot of the guys, especially the ones I used to do stuff with on Newgrounds, like Zach, uh, Psychic Pebbles, Chris, um, even like Ross, Rubber Ninja, and uh, Aaron from those guys from the Grumps. Oh universe. damn it! You broke the yeah. chain. Fuck! I was just about to I was just about to butt in and say all of those you've listed have been on the official podcast oh. until we got to Aaron. Ah, sorry, we have not you had Aaron had, yet. But you had Ross. We had the other three. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, sorry, not to diss on Aaron, but. Ross has been doing a hell of a lot more animation than Aaron. So yeah, yeah. fuck you, Aaron. <laughs> I, no, no, no. I was just mentioning animators and Aaron is definitely up there. Yeah, I that's why say... you didn't mention Aaron. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> that's it. Mick has issued a challenge. Aaron must come on the official podcast. I hope, he, I hope he does. Blow the whistle. How much sexual abuse is there in the animator community? <laughs> you know what? Surprisingly, I think there's very little. Uh, we haven't heard a whole lot. There has been a few that have popped up and I'm not going to name them. Uh, you guys can Google it. Sure, <laughs> really? Sure you guys have- <laughs> I don't know if this little, is a joke. Have there actually been? Little do but we know Kevin Spacey was big on their grounds back in the day. He's a big animator, yeah. Massive. 
<laughs> there has been a couple of guys that have popped up on the radar. Um, but again, oh, you can, I'm sure you can just Google like, like any animator. community. It is any community, any community. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not surprising that like the content was probably geared more towards kids or some shit. You know, that that shit always just fucking. Happens. Oh, jeez. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, and, and again, those that's unsubstantiated. I'm not going to name them partially because I don't need to propagate it. And B, because I don't know who, you know, I, I don't know how true any of these things are. Um, yeah. But there was definitely the drama of it. But there's definitely a lot less. And I think it's because with animators... We spend a lot of time. I this is the thing: people who spend their time like lurking and hunting down prey, like underage kids, and and having like these weird side lives. I don't know where you get the fucking time to do it. Because if you are actually animating, if you're actually like creating this shit, all of your time is already taken. You don't have enough time to fuck your own girlfriend, let alone go out and try to fuck other kids or some shit. Trust like, me, these predators well, will find time. Other- other kids yeah. as if their girlfriend is already yes, a kid. that's right. <laughs> yeah, as if they have girlfriends. Yeah, that too. That's even, that. you know, I got a divorce partially probably because of my addiction to animation. Um, I, I didn't. Yikes, you make it sound awful, man. No, no, no. Again, it's, it's a great. It's hard booze. It's a great. I've had a few drinks. I love it. <laughs> But what I was mentioning those other guys like Zach and Chris and, and Ross was to have a team that makes all the difference in the world. It's oh, you just want that, friendship. that too. You get to talk to other human beings instead of being holed up in a dark cave, staring at a glowing Cintiq, you know, aging. But I, I think that when you have a team of people, everybody like even with this podcast, exact same thing where everybody like, let's say one of you guys is not feeling it. Right. Or two of you guys ain't feeling it. You still got two other guys or all four. Then you got your guest and it's their job to lug all four of your dead corpses up a hill. (laughs) Once again, Mick, thank you so much. I know that we (laughs) ranted for like 20 minutes before we started recording about how sick we are of this shit. So I know. I was like, guys, come on. This this is my opportunity. I've always wanted to be on the show. I've listened to every episode. (laughs) Don't ruin this for me. Yeah, don't ruin this for me, guys. This is the one. Um, But yeah, having a team. looking out of animating hell. Yeah, having a team makes animating hell at least a group activity. And uh, I, I think that makes a huge difference. And and that's definitely the way I, I think most animators should go if they're going to start taking shit seriously. Long answer to a, a simple question. No, I think that's yeah. a totally good answer. Good answer. Yeah. Don't molest kids. That's the moral. Don't, yeah. that's the, don't Elon that, Musk kids. Yes. That's, the, that's the moral to every single story ever. <laughs> yeah, it's a good moral to stories <laughs> for the most part. Yeah, it's, that's... <laughs> a good what? Yeah, a good way to do it is don't do it. I yeah. I mean, those guys are apparently out there. I love reading up on all the FBI stories and all that kind of shit. And apparently, they do have like guides of how to get away with, you know, diddling your kitties. That's fucked up, man. Wow. Wait, in the news? That is fucked up. Hmm? Like a TED Talk guide, or like on the news? Like you heard like an article about <laughs> it. the newest TED Talk? Probably, probably. I mean, they might be on TED soon. Who knows? Yeah, based on the I don't TED feel talk. like I don't. I don't get the impression that TED has any standards. So if yeah. Kevin Spacey walked up there, Bill Cosby, I feel like he would get his time. Yeah, yeah. probably. Talking yeah. about kitty diddlers, did you guys see that? Uh, <laughs> the BuzzFeed guys and how they all have lower testosterone than eighty-year-old women. Wait, how did right. anyone ever figure that out? <laughs> Who snuck into the office and took blood from all of their nuts? No, no, give us, give no, us the so, details so on the, this, because I don't know about this. 
Yes, please. So the BuzzFeed has apparently like a group of four guys and they made a video and you can already tell like these aren't, you know, it's it's not exactly the kind of man you'd call masculine or really men. And it was a video called who's the most attractive of us or something like that. And it's like four guys from the BuzzFeed offices. Point is, they did a testosterone test. They did all these scientific tests. They measured their face angles and measurements and all that kind of shit to scientifically determine who's the most attractive. Normal shit that guys do at the office. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But people screenshotted the testosterone scores because they all had like uh, 200 nanograms per milliliter, something like that, which is less than half of what men their age should have. And all four of them were lower than what men their age should have. So it, it turned into this meme of... There are no men at BuzzFeed. You know that which... none of them, when they got the results, they actually didn't know what the numbers meant. All they were doing was comparing like, yeah, dude, I got like 200, man. You only got like 170. <laughs> no, that would make them more manly. That would make them more Oh, that's more true. It was like, oh my God, look at that score. That's really good. It's, it's such a Samantha. Yeah. Everyone go get your participation ribbons. You know what's really funny is I'm not trying to be mean, but there's probably some ladies at that office that got higher testosterone levels than those dudes. Oh, there's no, no, they do. Yeah, <laughs> no yeah. doubt in my mind. Yeah, I just give you that. There, uh, well, you know it's fucking over when the guy with the highest testosterone in your office is called Eugene. Yeah, Eugene. <laughs> that's a, that's already game set and match. His book was written before he even got out of the room, <laughs> and he has less testosterone than a man aged hundred should have. <laughs> Good come on, come on, Buzzfeed. Bust some fat nuts in the office or something. Let's get those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. Wow, that's. Uh, so there's four guys. Did, did I hear this right? There's four guys at BuzzFeed total? Yes, we are those think, four guys at BuzzFeed. Not even. Not even, apparently. <laughs> I, just reading this list gives me like an overwhelming sadness. Yeah. It, it hurts well, I mean, me to look at it. It's sad until you realize the money those four make combined. That's true. To eat oh, fucking yeah. pizza and shill it super hard. Have you seen their their series on BuzzFeed? I got bored one day and I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try BuzzFeed. I'm going to find an innocuous series and just... See what they do. They have this series where it's like, can the greatest thing of something be as good as a cheap thing of something? So yeah, they do, that all they the do time. like pizza and they're like, is a $10 pizza as good as a $600 pizza? And as I watched each episode, I realized it's just fucking advertisements. Yeah. They just go, we're here at Blaze Pizza for the famous <laughs> $10 Blaze Pizza. And then they eat it and it's always good. It's always the best thing they've ever had, and they're always like, you know, I think this stands a chance against the expensive thing. Like my, on, oh, on, I love <laughs> my favorite videos. Awesome reviews. Just, yeah, I can feel my estrogen levels. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite series that they have on BuzzFeed is um, the Bait series. It, it's not called Bait series, but that's basically what it is. When they they're like, uh, what is it? They, they got like a hundred of these or hundreds of them. They're like. What are ten things white people do to X? Oh, those. Or okay. what oh. are what are five things that men do to X? <laughs> and right. it's not just okay. women. Or it's like really ra- some of it's random. Like what are ten reasons? Uh, what are ten things men should work on with animals? Just like I mean, they'll go on like fucking anything about that shit, and it always it's, just, it's like Mad Libs. They just like there's two yes. adjectives that they just constantly swap out. You gotta love the the uh, like. 10 reasons why white men are evil kind of articles love them. they always love yeah. them. I love the arguments online about do you guys know the uh, they now have a wing or like a, I guess a section called BuzzFeed News 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they will have a bunch of people on the internet. Like, it's always the same uh, sentence, almost verbatim, used to defend it as, well, I know uh, BuzzFeed has sort of a shitty reputation, but BuzzFeed news is kind of good. I, I hear all- they use, you know, the revenue they make from BuzzFeed to fund their news department, which is really legitimate. Those yeah, articles could literally be swapped out with any other article they have. Yeah. They are the exact same articles. I, I feel like you could keep the titles and then swap all the text with Laura Mipsum and no one would notice. <laughs> Yes, maybe. Did you guys see uh, somebody make a Chrome add-on that s- switches uh, the words "white" with "Jew" and BuzzFeed? <laughs> it basically all the all all the BuzzFeed kind of outlets suddenly turn into white supremacist websites. <laughs> like every single article is just ripping on Jews. <laughs> That's my fear. It's so, like ten reasons Jews are shit. I just I don't get that that mentality of of how any human being can feel like it's healthy to look around and say like half the people on this planet are going to rape me or potentially rape <laughs> me or no, 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 no. You, you know what I'm saying though? The whole, like uh, there, there was a whole thing that yeah, they had yeah. like creating hysteria. It's yeah. It, was, it was the whole, like uh, any, these are five reasons or 10 reasons or a hundred reasons why any man could rape you. Um, and it's, and it's just like, why, why does this exist? Because I understand that educating people about predators is important. The Weinstein shit is an example. The Kevin Spacey thing. Again, I don't know how true it is, but if it is, then something like that, you know, a 20 something year old going after a 14 year old. Obviously, there's a problem in some it's been happening throughout all of history. But to have this mentality of kill all white people, which is a shirt that I've seen worn um, and, <laughs> you know, all men lie, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. all men rape. It's like this doesn't this isn't helping anybody. <clears throat> Yeah. At all. I don't know. I, I feel like sometimes, you know, you read that kind of stuff and you roll your eyes or you get kind of upset. Like, this is stupid. But at the same time, I feel like a little bit of, uh, like, is it mental illness at some it point? It has to because be. Because imagine this. Imagine, God forbid, let's say you have a family member or a friend who has mental illness and they get put into an asylum, like an actual asylum, right? Yeah. And you go to visit them or something, and they're just so fucked up, like they're sitting there in a fetal position, rocking back and forth, talking about how these looming shadows are over them, and they're gonna like they're demons, or they're eating her flesh or something. Mm-hmm. And you're like, geez, dude, like this person is suffering 24 hours a day from these fears of things that just yeah. don't overlap with actual reality. Yeah. Like these things don't exist. This is so fucking creepy and sad. I feel horrible for this person. And some of these people, I guess live like that yeah. they actually think some guy at the bar who says like hey uh can i buy you a drink like that guy yep. is that demon he's, he's like you know yep that's that's kevin spacey's gonna rape me yeah i mean the other problem is they don't really even have an interest in educating they just want superiority or to shame of people. course there yeah. was there well, was some want, dude yeah. no charlie go ahead i was just gonna say it's that just the whole thing about keeping people scared it, it helps helps all the companies. Yeah. Yeah. Fears are really. Oh was, yeah, uh, really I don't know if you guys maker. saw it on Twitter. It was it was the first thing in a while that made me like physically angry. Was uh, some dude who was a big proponent of the Second Amendment uh, put up this rant on Twitter where he had some traumatic experience. I don't remember exactly what he was. It may have been he was at the uh, Vegas shooting or he got shot at because of something. And essentially his rant was, I've, I've learned now that like, I don't want guns. I don't want them in my life. I don't want them near me. I don't like them. I'm it's bad, whatever. And a lot of people were positive and feeling it supportive of it. But there was a big group on Twitter that got a lot of likes where it's like, oh, you're just such a child that you had those beliefs before. I can't believe you 
ever felt that way. You know, it took this to snap you out of it. What the fuck is wrong mm. with you? It's like, that's not going to help anybody. Yeah. That's not yeah. helping yeah. anybody. Regardless of how he came to the conclusion, you don't shun him or shame him like a fucking mom. It, it, no, these people, they're just, they're so counterproductive to their own cause. It's yeah. really weird. Like, no matter where you stand on any issue, somebody switches over to your side or they're considering it or they're warm to your cause. You know, they're, they're like, yeah, this kind of makes sense. Why do you think it makes sense to like condemn them and shame them and attack them? It's weird. Make them feel bad for joining. Yeah. Yeah. Make them feel bad for joining. Like uh, these ex- Let's be fair, it's not like it's all of them who do this, but like this extremely social justice. Yeah. Like, yeah it's the unfortunate they're who, the loudest ones too. They're the ones who, who get in the headlines. Is, yeah, yeah they they're the are. ones who yeah, it sucks. create. Yeah, they're but the I don't want to be, I just don't want to be unfair and, and say like, this is all liberals. You know, it, it's not. It's not, it's, it's both like sides. It's extreme on, it's like some, on all on, sides. On the corner of the BuzzFeed forums, you'll see something like, this is why male allies are the most evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, like, calm down. I, uh, like, they're trying to help you. Why are you being such a jerk to them? Yeah, like that's not enough. They're, at at some point, can you just say thank you? Even if you had a good cause, even if I agreed with you that you are somehow the most suffering individual on the planet, can you just go like, like thumbs up, guy? Yeah, yeah. No, and I guarantee <laughs> there's an article somewhere that's like top ten reasons why male feminists are actually predators. Shit like that. Well, yeah, you know, like, no, that's different because they are. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay, to be fair. Okay, yes. To be get, fair. Did you guys see that uh, meme where uh, people took a bunch of photos of animals and superimposed them? Like, sometimes predators will hide using camouflage, like a dead leaf mantis <laughs> who looks like a leaf, and a stonefish who looks like coral, and a male feminist who looks like he respects women. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yes. So obviously there's that. But I, I do think that that carries over to other situations that are probably more sincere, where there are people who are trying to help, who are genuinely trying to do something good, or they're like, hey, you know what? I do believe that, you know, that certain women are not treated equally and that, you know, there should be something done about it. And yet they're immediate. I mean, I just, I don't know. I just feel like unless you're on one of the sides, anyone who's not on one of the polar sides is an enemy. If you're anywhere in the middle, anywhere even close to the middle, you are a target to both sides. Both, literally, oh, no, you're in the crossfire. You, you are, you are an enemy to everyone. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, you, yeah. No, you seem to have noticed. It's just the centrism gets attacked yeah. so much. Uh, how dare you not pick a side? Yeah. How dare you not want to choose between Nazis and communists? Yeah. And, it, and that verbiage, that verbiage of picking a side. We're drawing a line in the sand. You're either with him or against. You're either with them or against. You know what I mean? That that verbiage has been so popularized lately, especially when it comes to Trump. It's like you're either if if you in any way support Trump, you are absolutely get out of my face. You know, Eminem did it. Uh, a bunch of people have said stuff like that. Um, to be fair, his roast was pretty epic. I thought it was awesome. Um, but yeah, it's just I don't know. No, it's. I mean, that's politics, at least, like, you know, you, you can kind of go, okay, fair enough. People feel strongly about politics. But uh, the other day I was on Twitter, and somebody was saying that not taking a side on Gamergate means you're a Nazi. <laughs> sure. It was like a series, like, they had a whole thread going, and it was like, <laughs> hey, well, 
Oh, you say you you were neutral on Gamergate? Well, did you know it was directly linked to the violence at Charlottesville? No, it wasn't. I like how neutrality equates to being a Nazi. Literal, just not having an opinion at all. You're not. Someone could knock on your door and be like, "Have you heard of Gamergate?" And you're like, "What? Uh, no. What? What is it? Is that like a new? What is that? Sorry, you're a Nazi. Oh, okay. Goodbye. Have a good day. You know." Jesus. Well, speaking of Nazis, though, I think the actual Nazis are the freebooters. And that mm-hmm. one, that's something I wanted to talk about, Mick, because a lot of your shit gets freebooted all over the place. Yeah. And I, I just wanted to. white supremacists. <laughs> yeah, those are the worst. Those are the worst guys. So what is your stance on freebooting, I guess? Um, freebooting is when they rip my stuff and post it themselves. Yeah, which has happened to like literally all of your shit from what I've seen. <laughs> yeah, Especially I a, the Yu-Gi-Oh one. I had a phrase Guilty. for that. Before, uh, before it was called freebooting, I used to call it a rip load, um, but not that oh, I. That's coined... such a. That, that's so cool. Yeah, that's so much cooler. All oh, in favor face... of replacing that with rip load, because I love that. But it was mainly because back when we were making like the initial animations on Newgrounds, we'd call it ripping because you'd have to rip. Obviously, yeah. they still kind of call it ripping, but um, <laughs> and then they'd re-upload it. So re-upload, rip. Anyways. Um, I, uh, I had a feeling about it. I I had strong feelings about it, but it's kind of like having strong feelings about the impending inevitability of death. Um, there's just not a whole lot you can do, you know, it's going to happen and I don't want to die today. Uh, and I don't want people to take my shit, but it's, there's not really a whole lot of fighting you can do. Uh, if people are monetizing it, obviously you have a few more channels, but of like uh, you have a few more channels of action you can take. But other than that, you know, the thing that sucks about animation specifically, and, and you guys probably already just intuitively know this is that unlike a let's play or a video of some sort where you actually see the person, an animation could be made by anybody. There's no faces. Mm-hmm. And that ends up being the case that I think of all the things that are so frustrating is when you see somebody post it, it's got 10 times as many views as you have combined on all mediums and then underneath you see comments like that was hilarious make more and and no 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 the real <laughs> the real frustrating part is when you see the the initial poster saying and replying yeah i got another thing in the works and oh. you're just like oh, another you. thing that they stole in the works <laughs> <Exactly>. uploading. <laughs> yeah and, oh, and they're like and you're gonna love this next one and it's like you spineless shitless motherfucker i don't know if they're like 12 and living in like thailand i don't fucking know but whoever the hell they are they really should know better and and what's unfortunate is that you would hope that audiences would care you know but for the most part they don't they just like to they see something funny they laugh and they move on and whoever made it whatevs like great you made it you know and, and that's the thing for a while, this is why I think a lot of animators kind of gave up on fighting for it in some cases, because somebody would post it, and in some cases, a larger channel or a larger Facebook profile, and then you try to raise your hand and go, hey, guys, I made that. Could you get? Could you guys, could, could you not do that, dude? Like, please just link the original if you like it, man. And everybody's just like, sit down. Just shut up. <laughs> oh, no. I made enemies. Oh, they took. You know what? You should be happy it's getting so much exposure, okay? Look at your channel. Your channel, it only got like 100,000 views. This channel, it got millions. You're welcome, okay? That's the yeah. worst mentality. Oh yeah, when it's like, you should be happy for this. Yeah. Fuck you, man. So what if you oh, made yeah. it? Look at how better, how much better it is over here on this guy. I made all, it all the exposure. Yeah. 
<laughs> all the exposure I'm gonna get at the, in this video where they cropped out yes. the watermark yeah. and they removed the, yeah. they removed the credits at the and end. And added their like their the movie five maker second intro at the end. Yeah, yeah. The whole, oh, yeah. remember to like and favorite for more of this shit. Yep. Yep, exactly that. Exactly that. And there was a period I think some people were literally like, why the fuck are we doing this? Because we're spending like months working on these things. And some of these larger guys, like sometimes it'll be like a React channel or a lot of times it's like these Facebook channels that just like, you know, rip the video and post them. And it was kind of like, what? And, And obviously at the end of the day, it's because you love it. But as I explained before about the... Just that lovely exploration of animation and the journey that you go on, it's not always sunshine and rainbows and Elon Musk. It is sometimes the darker (laughs) side of things, you know, and it is. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, having to go through that and then seeing what happens to it, that can be frustrating. But at the end of the day, that's why right now, take a look at how many animators there are right now. I don't know how long you guys have been following Newgrounds animators, but if you take a look at how many were around back in like 2011, 2010, 2012. Compared to now, there is a, we are a, there are not very many of us now. It's that an extinction of that. YouTube, yeah. YouTube exile. Dying breed. Yeah. Yeah. You're the, you're I the last think of the YouTube, YouTube would be thriving for people like animators and original content creators if they cared a, even half as much about protecting their own creators as they do about big companies. Like, you know, the copyright shit where you'll make a vlog and maybe you're, uh, TV is playing in the background yeah. and there's like a Taylor Swift song. So yeah. video gets pulled down because some shitty two seconds of her song had caught in your vlog. Yeah. So now all your channel gets a strike. Yeah. If instead of that, they all, maybe not even instead of that, but maybe at least at the very least in addition to that, they did something like, Hey, it appears that the video just uploaded is a re-upload yeah. of this animation somebody else made on their channel. So we're going to, f- put a mandatory link to their channel onto your video yeah. something like they that. do yeah. you got to manda- something there is a mandatory way to, or sorry there is a uh, a manual way to do that a content id so if you have a network they can go around finding re-uploads mm-hmm. and they will link it back to yours but it's a you got to have you got to have the manpower to do it someone like chris like oni uh or or a lot of these guys who create like viral videos um they will need like that's a full time job for somebody to go around the yeah, internet. What are you gonna do, right? Like, are you gonna track down every fifteen year old in Thailand yeah, exactly. who's ripping your video? But the at the There's end, rip loading. Yeah, rip load. It's a national but, pastime in Thailand to rip load. Dude, that that's Asia. That's always been when I, since in the eighties. It's 80s, always been true, dude. Yeah. Asia has always been doing that, and this is but, being said by an actual Asian man. by an Asian who grew up doing it. Oh. You're Asian? I, I'm half Taiwanese. Get off our podcast. Half Chinese. Yeah, go uh, somewhere else and rip videos, you fuck. <laughs> Even the mangas I have are all like photocopied, like glued photocopied books of just manga. Um, oh my that's God. That's not a lie. Pirate. That's absolutely true. Oh, now I get the name Rice Pirate. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rice because he's Asian. <laughs> but I was going to say, in all honesty, and to be very kind of open and blunt about it, is... With the whole animation thing and audiences kind of going in a different direction, like, you know, not watching as many animations, I think that, yes, the system didn't help. But I also, I, I don't think it's so much the system's fault. It, it Again, it didn't help. But audience mm-hmm. nowadays, and I've asked people straight up, audiences nowadays, yeah, they like animation. They think it's cool. But they love streams. They love <laughs> podcasts. They love YouTube <gasps> drama. 
They love these things. And it's and not just because they're getting force fed them. It is part of, yeah, it's part of their, yeah, meme, memes, all this shit. It's all gotten more compact. Everything needs to be shorter and quicker. They look at a video and go, oh, it's longer than a minute. I'm not watching that. Exactly. That is an actual fear. And that sucks to think that I want to create a series. And when I see an eight minute mark on an animation, I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I should probably wrap up whatever I'm doing. And okay, I'm going to watch this now. Oh, you know what? I'll watch it later. I'll watch it later. You know, like eight minutes. Really? That's not long at all. I watched fucking all of Stranger Things yesterday. But when it comes to like an online video, for some reason, when you see like eight to ten, obviously, this is a podcast this is different. It's the mentality of it. Right. And so with animations, I don't know, man, I, I don't think it's all the system. I think audiences are changing and some of them don't love animation as as much I as think animators love making them. <laughs> I agree with you, but I don't think it's also just the audience and the system. I think it's also the creators giving people a false sense because these days you have all of those people who make all of that cookie-cutter, shitty, easy content sure. like vlogs and Minecraft gameplay. But they all they do all day is tell their audiences that what they do is difficult and expensive. That's true. Right? You'll have somebody like Onision who goes on camera and talks about how people need to donate to his fucking patreon because he needs to afford his third home which he uses as a studio but isn't that ironic he, is he, he being cannot, ironic or serious no he's, no, he's, he's serious his, his channel uh, died i almost want no. to edit his name out just to make sure nothing else gets driven there his channel the 16 year olds watching him think he's serious right yeah and he's just i'm just using him as an example yeah. think of all the people who make like two hour minecraft videos sure. and they're talking about how much effort it takes to edit this yeah. you dumb faggot like all you do is play video yeah. games you pull it online it doesn't take a whole lot of effort okay you yeah. don't need like ten thousand dollars on your patreon you lying sack of shit yeah you know who needs that actual people who put in effort for every second of animation yeah us yeah yeah editing editing of any kind the problem is the patreon is supposed to compensate for a gap of of a release in the schedule it's like hey i can't put out a video every day so i'm not going to get that ad revenue or all this attention or whatever so i need this patreon because you know there's a gap in my content but instead patreon becomes hey i'm getting all this ad revenue for all this content i'm pumping out why don't you give me more money and that's it yeah I don't think I, I just don't know how anyone can really justify saying to a group of people that they're going to that they're going to say straight faced, hey, I need your money so I can buy a computer so I can buy games so I can buy, you know, this microphone so I can play games. Having said and, that, please go support us on Patreon at yeah. Patreon.com. Yes, yes. I want to make that clear. Podcast. Our Patreon has been incredibly helpful to yes. to all three <laughs> of us. <laughs> There's no way to actually convince you guys of it, but I now stream every goddamn game no. purely because of the Patreon. Yes, I stream every no, game, look, man. I- <laughs> I don't get the. I don't get why people cannot simply say, "Hey, if you want to support us, do it because you want to." Right. Like, you like this content. You want to give it money. When people go to our Patreon. They, they like for just a buck a month, they get extra content, right? Right. And we don't have to write up like two pages of text like Onision does, where uh, we're gonna starve if you don't donate a dollar to our Patreon. If you, that's what bothers me. Past, it's, a, but it's the sob That stories. attitude, right? Yeah. Like these, uh, the, again, you play video games. Nobody and you owes you them. shit. This is something you were, you were gonna do anyway. Yeah. Like, this isn't difficult content. You don't need a big budget for it. What are you talking about? I know about? times are tough, and if you're creating something you're passionate about and your day job isn't covering the gap in, in the money, I get it. That's hard. And you can ask people. You can be, you can be honest. You can say, hey, listen, times are tough for me. Obviously, 
I, you know, if you guys like what I'm making right now, if you like this thing, whether it's a, a, in a series or a podcast or animation, whatever the fuck music, if you want to support that, it would help so much. But to sit there and stare in the microphone and tell people that they need to give you money. And pe- there are people, people like DSP and shit who fucking say you guys aren't you guys aren't giving enough. I need more. I, you know, how am I supposed to pay for this house? I give everything I got. I've been playing games, blah, blah, blah. And, and tough, you know, times are tough. Life is hard, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, nobody owes you shit, especially your fans. They're already supporting you by watching you, by, by caring about what you make to sit there and, and try to squeeze money out of people in every opportunity. I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. And you know what? Some people are happy to do it. Honest supporters are like, they're unfazed by it. They want to help. They want to be there. And I get, that's great. That is so awesome. And that's why Patreon works because there are so many generous, awesome people. But to have creators like reprimand their fans for not being supportive enough, just that is that entitlement mentality that, and I know people hate that word, but there are a lot of entitled motherfuckers that should have been spanked a lot more as kids. They needed to be bullied more, honestly. Something needed to happen. That didn't happen. God, I love you. No, I don't know if it's because we're both drunk and in sync, but no. <laughs> I'm, I'm 100% on your page. It's this motherfucker's just, just say you want money. Well, that isn't evil. That may, that doesn't make you a bad person to say, I want to earn money. Yeah. Why do you, why do you lie to these? Like some of them are kids, like 13 year old kids who's donating his uh, allowance to you because he actually thinks you're going to be unable to feed your children if yeah. he doesn't. Yeah. You evil yeah. cunt. Yeah. But anyway, listen, Mick, I, I'm going to ask you a question I always ask every animator we have on. Oh. Which is, so with the state everything is in, have you ever been tempted to just say fuck it and do those like Elsa Spider-Man kind of animations? You know those? <laughs> yes. Well, and to piggyback <laughs> off that, furry porn. <laughs> yeah. Anything um, deplorable, really. Is can you draw so, us naked? Yeah. 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 So, um... <laughs> People, some people know this, some people don't, but my, but I, I do run in circles. I'm pretty close with people that do stuff on, on that spectrum. Not, not necessarily that grotesquely like baity. They, they do what they want to do. They're not just, it's not clickbait. Um, but definitely on that, that side of the internet, that, that side of content. And honestly, um, I don't know if it's because I got into this when I was older, cause I didn't start doing all this shit till I was 30. So. Uh, I'm 80 years old now. I'll be 82, like in, in a couple months. But um, you, you age two years for every two <laughs> yes. months. That's why I'm 82. <laughs> I age faster than everybody. Um, but yeah, I, I just the things that I want to do aren't those things. And if they were, then I can't. I don't. I don't fault people who do that, and I don't look at them like, "Wow, way to draw furry porn, dude." Um, <laughs> if if anything, it's like if you love doing that, if you honestly love doing it. Power to you. Fucking do it. Charlie, he's giving you the go-ahead. Go Get started. Go do it. it. Follow your dreams. Here comes the MS Paint Furry <laughs> Follow board everyone's been begging your for. Game. You know there, there's a market for that. There has to be. Follow like, really your gay animal drawn. sex dreams, Charlie. <laughs> there's, a, there's a very large market for that. They make oh my <laughs> yeah, there has Absolutely. To, the they make more the money than you and your friends combined. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely they do. And you know, a lot of them have like these paywall patrons. Or I, I don't know if Patreon kept those. I, I think they cracked down on some of them. But back in the day, they had like those paywall no, ones. No way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, when, uh, not that long ago, there was, uh, 
there was just quite a few people. Nope, this no, this one's still up and running. Yeah, no, yeah, they still got Wait, it. Which one? Send send me the link. Put it in. Jane the- Jane Naylor. That's the one I always. I don't. Maybe there's probably bigger ones, but yeah, the one I know is on Patreon. Is Jane Naylor it makes 10k a fucking month yep. drawing like cat yeah. pussy. Yeah, yeah, he's probably like and- a rock star to them. Absolutely, <laughs> and you know, makes a good living doing it. And if they also, wake up every day happy to do it, mm-hmm. power to them. Wait, Kai, me, I just realized we gotta. I, I just gotta take a second. You just said he draws cat pussy. Yeah, is, mm-hmm. isn't, pussy that redu- isn't that redundant? Pussy uh-huh. squared. Go on, Mick. Pussy box. <laughs> um, but yeah, so with with that stuff, that's great. It, it really where it gets me is when you see people making Minecraft videos or Minecraft animations or or stuff like that where you know they're not fans and they're open about it. That that annoys me. Um, people who make content who aren't passionate about it and it is kind of, it's like, dude, you're going to go down that route and you don't even love doing it. Do you have no shame? You know, you know what I'm saying though? It's like, if you're going to go yeah. down that route, love it. Cause you're going down a route that's going to make it harder for you to get a job in the, in the, you know, the work force. If you ever wanted to go there, you know, when you grow up or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And for me, I've always been a little bit less edgy than my edgier friends um, like Stamper or Zach or Chris or any of those guys. And um, I think that's actually helped me get jobs at like Disney or Nickelodeon and stuff like that because of that. Um, I'm not saying that that was always you, my strategy. You got jobs at Disney and Nickelodeon? I, well, I've done like voice gigs and stuff, but I, I don't. Jesus. I don't think that. That's not why. I mean, I've done Sleepy Cast. I'm doing this. I swear I talk about shit. I, it's not like I'm, you know, God, I'm old. Oh, we're like Disney. You you know what I mean, though, is that if you're going to go yeah. down that route, be passionate about it because you're really going to go down that route. And if you're not if you're not passionate about it and you're just cashing in on people who clearly have like a fetish, you know, it's almost like a drug. It's like a drug dealer. You know what I mean? Personally, I want a drug dealer who appreciates the drugs he's selling. You know, I want a guy who knows what he's selling me. If I want if I get coke from this dude and I ask him how it is, I want to know he knows how good this coke is. I don't want some dude to be like, oh, yeah, no, coke's great, dude. I smoked like four, four pipes of that shit, man. It was it was rocking. It's like, what? You know, I I want to know. (laughs) You also got to think about the demand. I mean, if there's a shitload of people that want this very specific thing and this guy's the only one doing it. That's true. He can totally. The demand for Coke has only been going up. Too. Yes. Yeah. During this podcast, it's gone up quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if the demand for cat pussy has gone up more, though. Which one? That, that's, which? that's an interesting question. Do more people do cocaine or jack off to furries? We'll need oh, I think there would be an overlap. Yeah, there's definitely an overlap but, for sure. And some of them are probably yeah. like once you've done enough Coke or once you've watched enough, you know, furry porn you want one or the other <laughs> uh, all right so so mick have you ever watched furry porn do you enjoy furry porn what's your what's your uh cup of what's my go-to furry porn? furry porn yeah <laughs> what do you like can you recommend any videos um i'll say this i i can't recommend videos but my youtube history would say otherwise and um <laughs> that's only because you and, and you're not going to find it because i erased it research oh you Damn yep, it. I, it's gone. Ooh. And it's because a bunch of my friends came over. I won't name names, but one of them was Zach, Psychic Pebbles, came over to my house um, and watched a bunch of full diaper furry <laughs> videos. Uh, yeah, Zach did the same thing to me. 
Um, yeah, that's, and, that's why that's on my yep, search history. That included Swear. that in, also included, I think, uh, Rat gets shot by Arrow. Um, rat set wow. on fire. Uh-huh. Uh, rat dancing. Mick, that, was, that was a so creepy three D one. Yeah, lots of rat things. Uh, what else was there? Are the, Beheaded cow. Are the rumors? Yeah. Are the rumors real? Does Zach always draw little cat whiskers on his face? <laughs> yeah, always. How do you Confirm. know? Who told you that? <laughs> Zach, you're welcome to come back on the if, podcast. If and you if you yourself. ever if you ever go to a con and you see a, a little you see a, a, a strong buff little man with whiskers drawn on his face, that's that. <laughs> that's not a cat. No, it's not a cat. It's not a hulking cat <laughs> lurking the floor. That's Zach Adel. Yeah. Oh fuck. No, my oh, experience shit, with fur, name? furry oh, no. porn is uh, basically. I think there was some stuff on Newgrounds I saw by accident, but that's about it. There was, yeah, a, there was yeah, a shitload sure. of hentai back in early Newgrounds. There was a ton of it being uploaded to there, right? There was there, there still is. Oh, okay. if I'm gonna be, but if you're gonna really try to out me like that, I'll say this on Pornhub. You can even find this, but I believe it's it used to be a game. I think it's called Best Friends. It's about these two. <laughs> it's about one dick girl and her <laughs> normal girl, and they're best friends. And her dick is huge. It's like is it's like bigger than her torso or something. Um, but mm-hmm. it's very well rendered. Look it up. I think it's called Best Friends. Uh, I hate those. Um, very, very well animated. Uh, proportions not absolutely accurate, but <laughs> I hate that my best yeah. friend does that. <laughs> you just reminded me of a very sore spot. Uh, a little moment of silence for avid podcast listeners. I mentioned my favorite lesbian porn video on like episode five. I went back to look for it. It has now been taken off the internet. No, so a moment of silence. What? I was going to do a review well, of it. Yeah, That's rest- well. I mean, bullshit. there's it's like a 240p re-upload, but it's not the same. Yeah, RedTube took it down. It, you, you're sure it. it's not re-uploaded somewhere? It's got to be somewhere. That's I, I, bullshit. I checked extensively. It was a RedTube exclusive that somebody took the liberty of re-uploading in like 2009. So it's bad quality. Mick, but listen, can I, can I ask look you for something? the thumbnail and and tin eye that th- that thumbnail? You know, tin eye. It's that. a reverse image I search. I, I used to use that to find Mick. porn gifts. <laughs> <to source. laughs> Mick, I've got. <laughs> Wait, you used to do what? You used to do what, sir? I used to, like, if I just saw, like, a gif of porn somewhere that I thought looked promising, I'd yeah. reverse image search yeah. it on the yeah. yeah. find the video. Yeah. Sorry, somebody yeah. was saying something. I kept cutting weird. them off M- with my... Mick, I'm sorry. I have breaking news from the show floor. Is the video in question my best friend's secret? Because uh, I am watching what? it as we speak. It is a very... Two very shiny women. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're very both shiny. High, they are incredibly shiny, and one of them has a dick that goes basically to her chin. Yeah. Is she blonde? Is that the blonde girl? Well, that's just they, for Tanari. They are both black haired, but one of them has no, braces wrong. and the other no. has glasses. Wrong. Whoa, way wrong. Yeah, no, okay. no braces. All right, oh, just figure yeah, that out. Yeah, Futanari. What is that? Alarm. <laughs> Who's escaping prison right now? That's the Futanari alarm. It's the alarm. alarm. Get him. <laughs> He's been sighted. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So that Jesus. Is. I'll be right back. <laughs> it's, the, it's the House of Cards alarm. It's back for a new season. <laughs> It's an actual prison alarm. Who is this? It's Jackson's apartment complex. It's going on lockdown. <laughs> it's like Drudge Dread locking yeah. down the apartment complex. <laughs> like Mama locked it down. She's coming for the judges. What you don't hear off off uh, the air is Jackson spun around in his chair and he went, "So they found me, huh?" And then his apartment converted to like a battle station. 
Jackson, why are you like you're like the black guy from Police Academy, but you don't actually want to be like there's always these weird sound effects like like fucking chickens clucking and birds and you watching ads and alarms. What (laughs) are you in a Russian prison? Where the fuck are you? Uh, it seems Chickens like they've got it. Australia, which is pretty close okay. to prison island. Have you seen the documentaries of it, Mad Max? That's basically how he lives, Mick. That's awesome. <laughs> well, Mick, as a, as another host has just been taken into custody, <laughs> I guess we can switch gears to another topic. So you mentioned voice acting and some pretty big things. What did you do for Disney and Nickelodeon? Because uh, I, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, so on the opposite spectrum of all this, uh, <laughs> I did um I did an in-house I did an in-house reel for them uh, for Disney. Um, and they're actually how I got my agent, um, which I can't thank them enough. Aaron Drown, thank you. Uh, all those guys, um, Hannah, they, they're the ones I did an in-house reel. So basically, it's just like you go in, you read a bunch of scripts. Uh, you don't try to mimic any voices they have. You just do your own versions. And um, they were super supportive. I just moved to L.A. Uh, or for, to Burbank from Philly. And they um, they hooked me up with an agency. And through the agency, uh, I've gotten a number of gigs, but one of them recently like a couple of weeks ago was over at Nick. It was for um, blaze in the micro machine, uh, blaze in the monster machines, excuse me. And the coolest thing about it, like no one's going to know that show. I know none of you guys see it. I, I don't even know if it's just on the, on the web or whatnot. Um, but I was directed by Charlie Adler. And if you don't know who Charlie Adler is, he was the voice of cow and chicken and red man. Uh, he was also the uh, yeah, original yeah, yeah. star Charlie Adler. Yep. He is a fucking legend. And, the fact that I got to work with him for an hour, I don't care what the, I could have been doing hentai walla sounds. I don't give a shit. Like just, you know, uh, 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 whatever. I could do that for two hours and be perfectly happy just being directed by the guy. I don't really ooze about a lot of people, um, but the guy is, he's fucking awesome. I've just loved everything he's done as a kid and uh, he's super chill. Um, he looks like if Robin Williams was a 60 year old pirate, with like white hair and uh, tattoos. Uh, he's super buff, like super buff, could crush your head with his biceps. Um, like Robin Williams. Yeah, like Robin Williams. And he curses like nobody's business. <laughs> um, but yeah, just, yeah, that was that was fun. Uh, other than that, there hasn't been a whole lot of shit. You guys ever played Clash of Clans? Nobody, nobody. I, um, I have some friends who do, I've seen it. <laughs> okay, I've done some stuff for uh, their... They got this uh, update thing I do. Um, it's called, I think, Flash Royale. Uh, and then there's also, um, what's it called? Uh, Paladins and Smite. Those are two kind of ones kind of oh. like, yeah, those are by high res. I've done a few characters. Yeah. Who did you do um, in uh, Smite? Smite, I was Kerninos, the the original guy. I know they do a lot of skins. So I was uh, Kerninos. He's the deer-headed dude. Um, and then I was also... Uh, the Yurikai, uh, fuck, what is, ha, the arrow guy, how <laughs> Lee or how ye or whatever. The uh, good, good old arrow guy. What about Paladins? My girlfriend's a huge <laughs> fan of that game. Uh, Paladins. Okay. I'm not, I didn't make the game. I'm not offended. Paladins. I was, um, the Mecha Fernando. Um, oh shit. It was kind of like a Gundam suit. It might be hard to tell. They did a lot of effects where it was kind of like through like a radio com and stuff. All great. Um, I've done a few little things at some studios that I'm I shouldn't say too much about, but uh, other than that, yeah, just lots of lots of things, um, just union stuff that I kind of have to be a little bit careful about. But oh, you're in the union? 
Nice. Yes. Oh, wait. Do you? Oh. Are you in the union? Are we yeah, union yeah, brothers? Yeah. No, but we <laughs> talked about it on the last. We episode. Did you really? We, we yeah, we had on a voice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you know him. He's he's also voice actor, not in the union. So just interesting to have somebody who is in the union. There's a ton right of after. there's a ton of great work. I mean, a lot of uh, anime stuff, um, a lot of video game stuff, non union. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of opportunities. Uh, are you? Are you happy about the the way they settle things? I honestly the, don't give a shit. Strike? It doesn't affect me. It affects the like the top one <laughs> percent of voice actors. Honestly, like uh, yeah, it didn't really affect. I mean, it, honestly, everyone who was out there marching, I'd say maybe a couple of those guys are really affected by the decision. Most of the people that got affected by it were probably busy working somewhere else than striking. You know, uh, they were probably working on another project somewhere else. Um, that's not to say that it's not important that people stand up for, you know, better rates. I do think, uh, voice actors, especially in video games, get taken advantage of when you hear about the whole story with like, uh, what was it? Uh, GTA four and that dude, that, that was just a travesty. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I, uh, I don't know the story. It, that's the one where you're like Russian or something, right? Or like Serbian. Yeah. Or yeah, from, yeah. yeah. So like yeah, that guy yeah, apparently was getting paid like garbage and they had him recording in very just the, just the amount that he had to record and the conditions for it just weren't very cool. At the end of the day, he was part of something amazing. And so it's kind of hard for a voice actor to be like, I don't know. A lot of times your desire to work kind of overwrites the part of your brain that's taking that, you know, self-preservation. You kind of just want the work. Um, But I think it got to a point where he spoke out about it. Um, but I think it was because of things like that and, and similar scenarios where finally they were like, look, if you're going to work on a AAA game, this game's going to make millions and millions of dollars and you're going to be recording a shitload. Some, you need to be taken care of and compensated, you know, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that makes from sense. what I understand, we also mentioned this on the last episode, according to the new agreement, apparently you now, only now will you also be told that, you know, you will actually be working on a triple A game. Mm-hmm. You will be taking care of all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So besides the payment, then I also want to ask you, because we asked our last guest, yeah. Prozidi, about how he feels about it. Now, according to the new agreements, you can actually be told a little bit about what project you're taking on. Mm-hmm. For example, uh, you know, what are the working conditions? How much do I have to scream? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be any, things like racial slurs. Yeah. Do you care about that sort of stuff? Have you ever turned down a role where you felt like... I haven't turned no, down roles so do much that. as I've definitely uh, I've definitely handed in an audition that I hoped I didn't get. And that... <laughs> so, like, if it's like an orc <laughs> character where I know I'm going to be screaming for an hour, and I've gotten those gigs, and that's why I'm like, fuck, man. I don't even know why I submitted this. I really hope I don't get this role um, because doing it for two hours would just destroy me for the week. Um, but as yeah. far as like slurs and, and all that stuff, I haven't had to turn anything down yet. I think the only thing I'd probably turn down is, but see, I wouldn't even submit for it. Honestly, it would be probably political shit. I don't, I don't like to get involved in politics and I realize a job is a job and all that, but I just, I don't know. I just, there's something about it that just, I don't like being the voice of that. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. Right. Because I, I feel like if you did that, people would blame you, even though yeah. all you're doing is reading lines somebody else wrote. Yeah, or I would. You know, like even even if it's, I could, I'm sure I could justify it in some way, but I, I just can't. I can't even do that. So, yeah. 
Yeah, it's been about an hour and a half, so we can start. There's to wrap the up. alarm again. Yeah, well, no, it was a fire alarm. It's still going. <laughs> Jackson's time portal is closing. I just back for a little bit. Yo, did you it's guys like RoboCop arresting you? Yo, what yeah, is going did you guys, on? I don't know if you guys ever check Netflix, which is basically just like a graveyard of movies, but like occasionally they drop a few <laughs> like classics in there. But I saw Time Cop recently again, and it's ju- it's kind of just as bad as I remember it, but just as good, like just as goodly bad as I remember it. Oh, Time Cop! I never saw Time Cop. I, I, I only need to watch Netflix. Time Cop. This is how old I, I sign am. Up you guys for haven't Netflix. even seen it. Fuck. Last week to watch Stranger Things and Narcos. That's it. You know, Mick, did you t- see? Oh, sorry. No, well, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was just going to ask if you saw Stranger Things, but what were you going to say? Yeah, I was going to yeah, yeah. change the subject yeah. a little bit, but uh, you, you mentioned that you are an old man, and I can repeat the question louder if I have to. But playing yes, off please, that oldness, the, the, one, the one quick Word. snippet I'm really curious about <laughs> is what do you miss mm-hmm. most about the pre-internet world? Yeah, as a 68-year-old <laughs> man, what do you think has changed? <laughs> That's a very good Jesus. Are you upset about black people getting rights? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was Mick, when, when did the internet really boom? Like, you were probably, what, 15? Yeah. How is this fucking alarm yeah. still going? It's a false the- alarm, and it's been going for 10 minutes now. It's so annoying. <laughs> you don't know it's false. Oh, yeah, it could be. No, no, that's why it's is, still going. A voice is saying, this is a false alarm. This is a false oh. alarm. The old clear has been Remain calm, all citizens. The judges will be on the streets shortly. <laughs> Comply with your law officer. So to answer your question, um, when I was a young... We lad, um, the internet really was just chat rooms. It was you would do that dial tone sound. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? That beautiful tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody plug that dial up. Boom. Modem. Yep. Modem. And then you'd basically just land in a chat room, and there'd just be random people, and you would just talk to people, and that was what the internet was for a very, 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 very long time, uh, for like a year maybe. And then, yeah, stuff. Uh, then there was like games. I remember trying to play games with people. It was always a pain in the ass. But uh, Warcraft at it, uh, even way back in like the early 90s, Warcraft at it. And um, yeah, it was, I don't know, man. It was different. You, you know what's interesting is there's a speech made by Jim Carrey in The Cable Man where he's lying atop a large satellite uh, as a lightning storm uh, is the canvas behind him. And over some dramatic music, he gives a very eloquent speech about what he predicts the future will be in terms of what the future in the internet and entertainment will be. Mm-hmm. And if you watch that and you look at the year that it was created and you look at what was happening with the internet then compared to now, it's actually really fucking creepy. It is. It sounded, I remember hearing that it, it was the ravings of a madman. That's what he was supposed to be. He was supposed to be insane. He was supposed to be this crazy dude. And at the time, there was nothing like what he was saying. He talks about how you should be able to play Mortal Kombat with some kid in Thailand. You'd be able to look up any information at the touch of your fingertips from, and your phone would be connected to your, your TV and to the, every, everything and blah, blah, blah. It went on this whole thing. And if you look at the timeline, that was so far from reality. And to see how it was like, it's like Nostradamus was was channeled through that movie. So as shitty as that movie was and as much shit as it gets, that speech alone is is pretty fucking cool. You should definitely check it out. 
So to summarize what you're saying, the pre-internet world was basically was, like watching The Cable Man. Yes. Starring Jim was, Carrey. Just watch. If you want to know what it was like before internet, watch Cable Man. Okay? <laughs> that's, that's the one. That's it. <laughs> that's the best documentary on pre-internet era. Don't, you don't look need, at your history books. Yeah. Creation the of the internet. Documents. It, everything about the internet. That is the, that's Internet 101. Watch Cable Man. Good enough. Good All right. Well, I think I think it's time to start wrapping up. We've been going for okay. an hour and a half. Thank you, yeah, Mick. So- Thank you for coming on our prestigious little show. Absolutely, dude. I I am honored. Mick, I'm still plug baffled how I even showed up here. Plug your My things. things. Do it. Um, Google Rice Pirate if you want. <laughs> where Where can I rip load you at? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, on Newgrounds, it's or sorry on on YouTube, it's Rice Pirate Newgrounds. On Newgrounds, it's Rice Pirate YouTube. Um, <laughs> it's not; it's just Rice Pirate. Do you? Uh, I, I know I know you don't like politics and all, but do you stand with Kaya on the Pepper Parade? Um, just, just say no. What do I say? Say yes. Trying to trick you with clever oh language and silly wording. Just say no, or you come out as a racist. Trust me. I don't. I. I don't. No. I don't. Do you like peppers and men who suffer? I'm not a Nazi. That's all I can say. All right. Good. So he says oh, no. There, so yes, start with Kaya. No. God damn it. <laughs> all right. Jesus. Let's let's uh, let's, let's end this stop Kaya talking now. <laughs> Right. I love you guys. I love Thank you. you so much again for having me on. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you for coming on, dude. Yeah, no, we appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and uh, I'm going to make sure, uh, just cut me off already, please, because I'm just oh, ready. Oh, you can just stay in the call. We can just wrap yeah. up the episode yeah. recording. We're not actually all going separate ways. <laughs> please edit this awkward ending, yeah. please. Yes. Please. No. Mix My alcohol voice is loud. My talk juice is wearing off right now. I can't talk right. Okay. Uh, thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. Links Thank you, Patreon. Bye. Thank you, viewers. Bye. Thank you, everyone. Bye.